Hello and welcome to Brilliant Becoming Podcast. My name is Mariah. This is episode number two. Thank you for taking some time to join me on today's episode. I am so grateful that you are making yourself a priority by tuning in to Brilliant Becoming Podcast. Here we are, episode number two, which obviously means that Brilliant Becoming Podcast is brand new, and I am so excited to announce that we have been approved on iTunes, Apple Music, so you can now locate us on the Apple Podcast app, as well as SoundCloud and Spotify, located at Brilliant Becoming Podcast. So however you'd like to listen, that is up to you. We, being me, (laughs) is are so grateful that you are listening. So without you, there is no purpose to this podcast. So thank you so much again. On today's episode, I would like to share some insight on my story and some of my experiences and my background so that everyone as listeners has a little bit of a foundational understanding to the things that I might share. I am really going to do my best to sort of start from the beginning and trail through the important parts and not get off on a tangent because I kind of do that. And it's valuable to some extent, but I I tend to get off topic sometimes and yeah, so we're going to do, I'm going to do my best. <laughs> I'm still figuring out how to frame what I'm saying. Like I say we when I mean me and I say I when I mean we. <laughs> Anyhow, here we go. I suppose starting from the beginning would be with my parents. My mom was born and raised in Twin Falls, Idaho, which is about an hour to two hours away from Sun Valley Haley area, which is where I was raised. So not far. And my father is a survivor of the Vietnam War time. He was born while the war was happening and it ended when he was a young teenager. He survived that along with most of his family, which is, if you know anything about that time, honestly, you know, the people who survived, it was a miracle. So that story is for another time, but to put it briefly, he made the long, atrocious journey to the U.S. and ended up in Twin Falls, which is where he and my mother met and moved to Sun Valley together. So they moved to the Haley-Sun Valley area and started a life there. They had my brother, myself, and I have a younger sister. So there's three of us, and my dad got a job in Sun Valley as a chef and he has 
built a legacy in Sun Valley. He's a very well-known chef there, and um, people from all over the world come to see him, and he is, of course, the best chef that I've ever met, but he's worked there for over 30 years, probably getting closer to 40 years now, and has just built a wonderful little life there. So I lived in Haley, which by the way, Haley is not Sun Valley. It's they're very different little towns. But if you don't know, you don't know. Anyway, I lived there until I was about 16 or 17. And you know, it was an interesting life. Uh, my family essentially was underprivileged. And, you know, we lived very simply, uh, always a roof over our head and food on the table, which I am <clears throat> of course, full of gratitude for. My parents did the absolute best that they could with what where they were at and what they knew, and they did a great job. We are all survivors, and I am just so thankful that my family forged a path for me to be able to create and succeed at the level that I am and beyond. Cheers to my dad making $3 an hour and working double shifts and my mom working graveyard shifts my entire life because without them having investing blood, sweat, and tears, I would not be sitting right where I am today. That being said, my family is certainly not perfect and my life was trying at times, which of course played a role in the development of who I am, so I wouldn't take it back. However, I feel that there is a way to not identify with it as who I am, but just part of the process that contributed to who I am becoming. I am a firm believer in that everything happens for a reason, and we are exactly where we need to be, not early, not late. With that in mind, recognizing that every interaction we have and every experience we have holds value as a lesson, and it's incredibly impersonal and personal at the same time. Like everyone you talk to and come in contact with is there to teach you something or show you something. So if you can perceive things this way, everything has a meaning that you can absorb. In short, that's basically what I've done with my life is collect the things that make sense to me and and work well for me, and kind of leave behind the rest, which is really the only way I see that works. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of ways to do things, but if you collect all the stuff that doesn't work and all of the judgments that don't matter, it just becomes a lot of weight that is unnecessary for you to carry. So when you are intentional about what you bring on and how you proceed, your load is a bit lighter. And to me, that's always great. I always want a lighter load and a clear path. But that doesn't always just happen. 
Sometimes our loads are heavy and the path is not clear, which is how I feel like the first bit of my life was. Just a lot of lessons packed together and, you know, hanging out with some tough crowds through high school and, you know, always staying under the radar compared to the people around me. But, you know, I always feel like you can compare anything to the worst and make it look good. Anyway, that is the friend group that I chose to have in my high school years, which determined a lot of experiences that I had and things that I went through that taught me a lot. And I got my first job when I was 14. So I started working when I was 14, and I have not stopped since. (laughs) I you know, don't want, if I have kids, I don't want them to be working at 14. I think there's a different way, but the environment that I was in, as soon as you could get a job, you would get a job and you got a job to pay the bills. And when you choose to move out when you're 16, then life becomes a little bit more of a bigger responsibility. So I moved out of the Sun Valley area because for the locals there and the youth, it's it can be tough. I made the choice to move to Boise after I got out of high school, and that was the best decision that I ever made. I got out of a really unproductive relationship that was carried on far too long, <laughs> but I learned a lot, and you know, there's nothing like that first heartbreak and getting through that, which is what really sprouted me into the woman I am, is making the choice to get out of a really toxic relationship with someone that, you know, at the time, that first young love, like I would have done anything for him. And I did, which included sacrificing parts of myself and quality of life. But, you know, I, something in me prevented me from settling And I made the decision to make the jump. And that was the next best decision I ever made. So coming to Boise, getting out of that relationship as a young female uh, was so scary. And to have just got into a new field and not really know what I'm doing, there's not a ton of guidance. So yeah, I was just young in a new city, newly single for the first time really in my life. It was all just crazy new transition. Long story short, I worked odd end jobs and was just a total victim of the nine to five life, which is what was passed down to me generationally is going to work for someone, getting a paycheck and paying the bills. And that's really all there ever was or all I ever knew. Still, I felt like I have always been evolving and growing. And, you know, I've always been focused on something and had a goal, but I never really knew that such potential existed for me to live up to. I never really was told you can be whatever you want. You can be whoever you want. You can do whatever you want. The possibilities are infinite. 
which is what I certainly believe at this point, but I wasn't told that my whole life. And that's because, you know, my family members weren't told that their whole lives either. And so these generational things get passed down. And until we break these generational curses, if you will, um, you know, they might just keep getting passed through. And so I've decided to break that chain of clock in, clock out, and build a legacy for myself and my family in the future to have something to share and provide as a foundation. It has not been easy, nor has it been fast, but with some focus and great guidance, I have been able to transition the nine to five clock in clock out lifestyle for building businesses and doing what I love to do, which is educate and connect and serve in whatever ways I am good at. Just recognizing how our families and our upbringing as well as their upbringing and the things that you're exposed to in the beginning of your life, how all that affects us is so deeply rooted. And I wasn't a person that had done therapy or counseling through my youth. And that wasn't like a standard in my family household. And for some people it might be, but For a lot of people, it's not. So for me, as an adult, I chose to begin therapy and did two years solid of one to two times a week with a therapist who has absolutely, undoubtedly changed my life for the better. You know, that really allowed me so much insight to how everything that I've been through has affected me. And then in addition to that, everything my family has been through, how it affects me as well. And there's just connections and it's not like, oh my gosh, I'm broken or this is tragic. Let's dig everything up. It's not about that. It's just about understanding that there's a reason why you are how you are. And if you want to improve the less than ideal parts of who you are, then that takes understanding why you are how you are. So for me, it was an amazing journey and challenge and awakening for me to recognize, oh my gosh, I didn't choose these things, but I can choose how I respond to these things. And so with the knowledge that I got from therapy, I have been able to completely restructure my life and my perspective, as well as enlighten other people and help to share that with people around me. And that has been everything. I recognized how much I am passionate about educating and sharing knowledge while being a teacher, uh, which is what I did for some time. And now I do many different things within my life. And it's absolutely liberating and a wonderful way to live to have everything integrated and do what I love for work. It just really feels like I'm never working. 
And I'm sure it kind of looks like that too, but <laughs> it's not the case with the whole social media life. Like, it's just, that's always the highlight reel, you know? And even people assume that I'm a valley girl and I come from a trust fund or a wealthy background. And it's just like, well, that would have been kosh, but not the case. <laughs> I just kind of like take care of myself and do like the finer things in life. And if I can provide that for myself, which I do, why not? You live your life however you want to. And whatever that looks like from the outside really doesn't matter uh, to me. And it really shouldn't to you either. This is your masterpiece and you're building it one thought and action at a time. May as well be as stunning and enjoyable as possible. The way I see it, there isn't going to be a big looming time or day where everything is perfectly aligned. That's just not life. Uh, there's cycles to this and peaks and valleys. So when you're at the top, enjoy the view, soak it up, and then recognize that you may be going downhill at some point and have to put in some work to climb back up. It just is. Fall in love with the process and then there's just no terrible feeling about building yourself up and growing from the valleys, from the things that are tough. That is what shapes who we are. And nobody deserves to have an ongoingly tragic, tough life, but we also are our own creators of, of what is brought into our life. Like what we think about, we bring about, and yes, we can be put into hard circumstance. However, you are in control. You get to decide. So do that. Focus on what you want your life to look like. And imagine it as though it's already done. How do you feel? Where are you at? What are you seeing? What are you smelling? Who is there? That is what you need to focus on. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. We're done with the pep talk. <laughs> Tapering down. We're done with this episode. Thank you so much if you made it this far in and for listening to my story. We're not really going to dive back into that, but I wanted everyone to have a baseline of where I'm coming from so that there's not the assumptions of my background because that's easy to do in modern day. I will end today's episode with one of my very favorite mantras currently that I say probably at least a hundred times a day, <laughs> but perhaps you can practice it too. And it doesn't have to be anything serious. You can just say it in your head, but it's even better to say it aloud and if you really want to be brave, look at yourself in the eyes in the mirror and say it to yourself aloud. I don't know, three, five, ten times? <laughs> Anyways. Conscious breathing can change so much within us and how we are feeling, which is for a whole other episode. <laughs> However, I do want to do a quick four, seven, eight breath, which is breathing in the nose for four seconds, holding it at the top for seven seconds, and then breathing it out the mouth with 
a bit of force for eight seconds. So it's very intentional and it's roundabout time. If you can't do it quite, it's not a big deal. The The main focus is that you are breathing in slowly, holding at the top and breathing out even slower. So here we go. Exhale to begin. Inhale. I always feel much better after a nice, conscious breath. I am healthy. I am happy. I deserve that. Success and abundance resides within me. Peace, prosperity, and clarity come to me easily and effortlessly. You can choose any one of these mantras that resonate with you or that you perhaps want to believe and maybe don't yet, that's totally fine. You can say it and not believe it right away. But I promise if you tell yourself every day, you will believe it. So for me right now, peace, prosperity, and clarity come to me easily and effortlessly. This really resonates with me because they're all baseline things that I and manifesting in my life and that are of huge value. So I'm going to repeat that three times to manifest it. Peace, prosperity, and clarity come to me easily and effortlessly. Peace, prosperity, and clarity come to me easily and effortlessly. Peace, Prosperity and clarity come to me easily and effortlessly. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you can make the time, rate and review. Those two things are so essential in getting great exposure and listeners for something like this. And I just want to say thank you in advance for doing that because it means the world to me and to the podcast. If you'd like to connect on social media, you can search Brilliant Becoming Podcast. And the podcast is available to listen on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. So until next time, my friends, take care.